Welcome to The Distillery, another episode of The Distillery, where we talk to entrepreneurs and creatives about their journeys and their experiences. Today, I am super excited to have Justin Shields on with us. He is professionally the creative director of FSC, a badass social media management agency here in New Orleans, and he's also the creator of Curious Tribe. Welcome, Justin. Hey there, Summer. How are you? I'm good. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm happy to be here. This is awesome. Um, I know that you are an avid podcast listener, so I feel like you're the expert here. Um, so excited to talk with you and hear all about your many creative adventures. Yes. Um, so let's get started. Let's go. I actually I have the, the privilege of working with Justin and many other talented uh, individuals at FSC. So it's Tell me a little bit about your your world there. Yeah. So FSC is a digital marketing company. Mm -hmm. uh, we specialize in a few different things. We do social media management. Mm -hmm. We do SEO, search engine optimization. Mm -hmm. uh, we do online advertising. And we do a little bit of web design. Um, we, we've kind of carved out that specific niche and have been really fortunate enough to work with some really great um brands and companies mm -hmm. the biggest one being new orleans tourism where i'm happy to have the opportunity to work with you directly on um as well as uh sazerac rye whiskey uh we work with first lake properties uh, all different types of brands uh local primarily but then we're we're reaching outside of this direct vicinity and uh, full disclosure here, I work with Justin um, on New Orleans Tourism Marketing as the editor of GONOLA, uh, which is a super cool insider's guide to New Orleans. Um, so if you're visiting and you want a local experience, um, that's what we do. So just to give you guys a little bit of background on that. Um, tell me, what is, what's a, a normal day like for you? Oh, wow. A normal day? Is, is there always, a normal day? <laughs> that's always the hardest question. I think... Um, the core of my job as creative director at FSC is to manage a team of creatives. So mm -hmm. I work with two photographers, two graphic designers, and two copywriters. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm successful at my job if I am making my team feel supported, if I'm challenging them to make really good work, and if I'm managing uh, client relationships so that uh, the client is happy and we're proud of the work that we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um. Is there anything in particular that you are excited about that you've maybe recently worked on or an, an upcoming project or current? So we've been working with a really disruptive uh, brand called Wise Move. They mm. are literally trying to change the way that we do real estate. Mm. They have a flat fee structure. Um, they charge $2,500 instead of the traditional 3% um, cut that real estate agents take. Mm -hmm. Um, on both sides of a real estate deal. It's a really interesting way to think about um, changing real estate, and we've been fortunate enough to do all sorts of things for them. Um, we helped them redesign their website. Uh, we are doing this really incredible online ad campaign for them, mm -hmm. and then we're kind of helping them with the logistics because they're a startup and mm -hmm. getting used to um, systems and processes that help that are setting them up for success. Totally, totally. As, as the startup uh, journey is, you're just like figuring out everything yeah, as yeah. you go along. Um, really cool. Um, talk to me about 
your morning challenge that you recently had, which I was totally inspired by. You created these brilliant illustrations. Uh, I think it was a 30-day challenge. Yeah. Is that it? Um, I am all about a 30-day challenge um, or challenges in general, right? I Mm -hmm. think um, as creative people, as people, period, I think we kind of can get into our own rut Mm -hmm. uh, and kind of do things the same way over and over again. And I have this um, this blog post that I wrote that was these 52 challenges that I wanted to like kind of try over the course of a year. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them being like seven days to to help you be a happier human being. Right. So I went through the process of creating these challenges and have been kind of chipping away at them slowly. Some of them last in, you know, one day. Some of them last in seven days. Some of them last in 30 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the big ones um that I wanted to follow was create a new hobby for yourself. And I think um, as a professional creative, I had gotten into into the position where I was only doing creative work um, for pay. Mm-hmm. And I needed, I needed a way to be creative just for the sake of being creative, yeah. just because it was something that I enjoyed doing. Um, so I, I challenged myself to do 30 original illustrations in 30 days. Um, I had just purchased an iPad Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, they have these beautiful pencils. And I was like, oh, I can draw directly on this device and make artwork very, very quickly. Um, so basically, I would sit usually around 30 minutes and try to create a finished piece in that time. Um, it, it, it was funny. I posted each one to Instagram in real time, mm-hmm. kind of as I created them. And wrote little inspirational messages tied to whatever I was going through or thinking about that was inspired by the piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was I was I was really happy to finish it. Uh, it ultimately it took me 34 days to get the 30 <laughs> illustrations out there. <laughs> but um, it, it was good to like set a clear goal within like a very specific time frame because you can like measure the success and then when it's done it's kind of like okay cool i did this thing that i'm proud of Mm -hmm. um i i now am trying to inject these challenges into like all sorts of aspects of my life so uh right now i'm doing this 30 days of 100 push-ups uh which is insane and i'm literally in constant pain (laughs) um but it's it comes from this idea that i was like okay i'm not really going to the gym the way I need to. Mm-hmm. Let me like do something to kickstart um, a, a reinvestment in fitness, you know? Yes, yes. I, lo- <laughs> I love that idea. That's um, something I recently started to try to integrate into my morning routine mm-hmm. um, because I have never been a morning person, um, much less a morning workout person. Um, but uh, a friend of ours, uh, Whitney, had encouraged me to start slow and start with 10 push-ups in the morning or 10 minutes of, you know, any kind of movement. And it really is, like, turning my day around. That's awesome. So, I don't know about 100 push-ups, but... (laughs) It's aggressive. It's really aggressive. (laughs) I like it, though. I like it. One step at a time. Um, Well, these illustrations, I want to talk a little bit more about them because they are so beautiful and really inspiring. And it's it's hard to think that you, you know, you kind of just, like, whipped them out 
<laughs> rather quickly. I mean, 30 minutes, it's yeah. not long at all. Um, can you talk to me about what they have meant for you as a creative and what did you learn from that, that challenge? What did you take away from it? I mean, it's a couple things to unpack there. I think um, first and foremost, the work that I create is very much about personal identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the idea of thinking through who I am as an artist and trying to find my individual style, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really the core beginning of the challenge and why it was important to mm-hmm. me. Um, the other piece of it was that I wanted to kind of define like a clear color palette um, and I wanted to set some parameters that like challenged me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I kind of made a list of things that were difficult for me uh, from a creative artist's perspective. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, "Uh, I don't like the way that I do patterns, for Mm -hmm. example. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, you need to do five patterns over the course of this time. Or I don't really like drawing animals. I need to do like four or five animals. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love drawing people. I love drawing women specifically. Um, so I had a few of the, a lot of those pieces in there. Um, but I wanted to explore some different styles. So I like pulled some examples of things that I was interested in trying. And um, yeah, you just go through and some of the pieces I love, some of them I don't love. Mm-hmm. But I think it was more about like making sure that I, I got it done. Mm-hmm. Um, the last piece of your question that I wanted to touch on was that um, what was awesome about it being a 30 minute challenge is that um, sometimes in that 30 minutes, I might start three different pieces um and then sometimes i would like go in and like redo pieces so it was kind of this like interesting back and forth where i was working on a variety of pieces at one time Mm -hmm. and i kind of would put the finished piece up that i finished that day Mm -hmm. um so yes most of them i would say it's true that they took about 30 minutes to create but some of them that 30 minutes was over the course of many days you know Yes, for sure. More or less. Um, Why do you love to illustrate women? Uh, I think women have just been a big influential part of my life. Uh, My mom, my sister, my aunts, uh, my grandmother, all of them have been just like a strong, powerful force, Mm -hmm. Um, an inspiration, uh, all beautiful in very different ways. uh, And just have led and guided me uh, to becoming the man that I am today. And so I like, I, I just like, I appreciate having the opportunity to make, uh, to tell their stories through my artwork. Beautiful, beautiful stories. Um, are there any particular illustrations that stand out to you? Um, so one of my favorite pieces is kind of a self-portrait. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a guy in a green shirt holding this kind of purple flower. I remember exactly. Um, the A lot of the work that I've done, it has like a little tone of melancholy to it mm-hmm. uh, that is really interesting. Uh, I, I tend to think of myself as a happy guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to be joyful. But I think like through my artwork, I, I really see um, myself processing emotions. Um, and it, it, 
that specific piece, I think, is telling a greater story that I don't even have all the words for. It it is saying something about a moment in time uh, that I really like sharing. And it's funny. I'm trying to figure out like what I think it's saying, and I don't know. I don't yeah. know. And sometimes you don't know when you're creating <laughs> yeah. it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it, it's unclear, and it becomes clear much later. Yes. Um, or perhaps it doesn't. That's, that's all part of the creative process. Um, but I, I, I do, I do love all of those pieces. Uh, and we've talked a little bit about you um, um, expanding that and and um, and creating prints so that people can enjoy these illustrations. Um, tell me about that because I, I was reading your blog and I see that you've learned a lot about uh, the process along the way. So, where are you now? So um, I think. The first piece I want to talk about here is mm-hmm. that I have a full-time job that I literally love, right? Yes. Um, I I am so excited to be the creative director at FSC Interactive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also think every person needs a side hustle. Yeah. Uh, I think whether, um, whether you love your full-time job or not, I think having an extra source of income is just like a safety net that sets you up for success. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I have been searching for a, a side hustle that worked for my lifestyle. I have a very demanding job. Mm-hmm. Um, I work uh, pretty normal hours, mm-hmm. though. And so I have like this extra time that I wanted to fill with something that's enjoyable. Um, so the first piece of that puzzle was kind of setting up this Etsy shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went through the process of learning how print-on-demand works uh, and set up a, a shop where literally when someone purchases, it goes through a print-on-demand system. They print the, the piece of art and send it directly to them without me having to do anything. And that for me actually is the easiest and best way for uh, my print business to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as I kind of build the audience and the interest in the work that I'm creating, I really want to go beyond that and create all sorts of products. Mm-hmm. Um, the next product that I'm working on is called the Vision Book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a, a 30-day guide to kind of get to know yourself and figure out what you want out of your life. Um, I originally created it in November 2016, Mm -hmm. and now it's so crazy. Two years later, I am finally ready to put this piece out. Um, It's kind of like a fun DIY guide uh, to building your dream life. Um, And I will honestly say, like, going through the process of filling out the book kind of helped me make the decision to Mm -hmm. take the job at FSC. Mm Uh, We haven't talked about this yet, but prior to this, I ran a design company for three years. Um, I was an entrepreneur myself. That's right. And um, I loved that time in my life. It was was a huge opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I learned so much. I learned that I can sell business. I learned that I can manage a variety of uh, projects and clients. Um, I learned that I could pay taxes <laughs> and health insurance and all of these different things that um, felt insurmountable uh, yeah. when I worked for myself. I mean, before I worked for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was 
it was just a beautiful learning experience. I think the other piece is that I also like was able to give myself a significant pay raise through the process of working for myself. Uh, prior to that, just with the way the local economy works, I never made more than $40,000. Right. Um, and through owning my own business, all of a sudden, I was able to give myself about a $25,000 raise. Um, it included a lot more hard work. Um, it included a lot more pressure. Mm -hmm. um, but it showed me that I had the capacity to make more money. Mm-hmm. And helped me see that I was worth more, um, which is, it was a beautiful experience. Um, I chose to end the business, though, mm -hmm. because one of the biggest pieces was that I was a solopreneur, um, a one-man show, having to be responsible for every piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. um, while I enjoyed that, I was not specifically interested in building an agency from the ground up. Um and ultimately decided, hey, instead of being the person that's making the work, I actually want to help guide and lead people to make really great work. Um, and so it's over this eight month period that I've been with FSC, my life is completely different now. Mm -hmm. um, day to day, I'm not the one behind the computer pushing the pixels. <laughs> I'm actually like helping people become better designers, photographers and writers. I'm like challenging them to make better work. Um, and I feel like that plays very well into where I am at this time in my life. Uh, I think I, I strive to be an educator and a teacher. And I actually see this position as an opportunity to invest in people. You're cultivating young creative talent. Absolutely. Which is a completely different um, skill set and, you know, sort of version of your creative and professional self yes and which is really really incredible um what about that that period of entrepreneurship um was the most difficult challenge for you because you know that's what we're we're into yeah. <laughs> here in the distillery i mean entrepreneurship is beautiful mm -hmm. um it it forces you to consistently face all of those deepest, darkest challenges and fears that we all have on a consistent basis. Yes. Um, I, I think it's, it's valuable and I think it's an experience that helps you understand how difficult it can be to be a good leader. Mm -hmm. um, I think it, it teaches you so much about your own productivity and how to like um, balance your your work in your life. Um, I think probably for me, the biggest challenge was trying to find uh, a way to consistently get checks on time <laughs> or in a way that was expected and logical, right? Yeah. So running a design business is, is very legitimately feast or famine, right? So like <laughs> I uh, literally would have months where I make $12,000 and then it will immediately be followed by a month where I make $55 or <laughs> like get a very tiny check. Um, and so it it was very hard to like make sure that I was like, you know, paying myself regularly, uh, kind of at a slightly lower rate, 
um, storing money away mm-hmm. for um, other expenses or for future taxes or whatever. Um, I think that's probably the biggest challenge that most people face. Um, and that, that, that piece is difficult. Yeah. Um, but it also is something you can figure out. Um, by my third year business, I like kind of had moved over to kind of a recurring revenue mm-hmm. stream with some of my clients where they paid me, um, basically for a certain number of hours of work per month, uh, which kind of gave me like a really great solid base mm-hmm. of revenue that, um, that gave me that wiggle room that was necessary um, to wait on the checks that uh, take a little longer than you expect. What uh, advice would you give to an aspiring creative entrepreneur um, who may be, you know, thinking about taking the leap but not quite sure? Maybe advice you'd give to Justin five years ago? I'd definitely say... Um, the things that you think are hard are probably not the hard part of the business. Mm. Um, and a lot of the things that you think are going to be easy are actually the most difficult parts of the business for sure. So true. (laughs) Um, I would also say, um, you are worth, um, you're worth more money. I think that was an early challenge that I faced. I think initially I started um, charging people around $50 an hour, Mm -hmm. which is just not sustainable as a business. Mm -hmm. Um, As quickly as possible, I really encourage creative entrepreneurs, if you have a refined aesthetic and can deliver a really great product, you should be charging around $100 an hour. Um, in order to make enough money to pay all of the things that I listed. Mm -hmm. Um, And the quicker that you can get to that average range, the better for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously there's some spaces where, or some clients where you have to be willing to negotiate that. But I'd absolutely say um, somewhere between $75 and $100 an hour is kind of that sweet spot to where you're working sustainably and making enough money to genuinely support yourself. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of um, I was reading through your blog on the the Curious Tribe, and um, one of the posts that you do is uh, seven or eight things that you're interested in now. And one of the posts was, um, no, you can't pick my brain. And oh, yeah, why. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was great because <laughs> that is something that I um, – find the difficulty in striking the balance of um, when just for some background information for you guys um, it's you know people often reach out uh, through email or or LinkedIn or whatever it may be um, asking for coffee to pick your brain Mm -hmm. um, which consumes can consume a lot of time yes Um, and a lot of that time that you you know spend working on clients or other work and so finding the balance um, is something I still haven't figured out but (laughs) knowing that your time and your energy is valuable and it's and and it's worth um, you know it's worth it's worth more than something it's worth a lot Absolutely. Um, so that was was one of the things, and also the um, another one of the reads that I liked was um, let's see, what is it here? I wrote it down. You you can be woke without waking up to the news. <laughs> that one was by Austin Cleon. Yes. Um, I love that. 
What, uh, tell me why, why was that one of your picks or um, tell me about it. Uh, so let's back up. I send out a weekly-ish email called Curious Tribe. Um, it's kind of a combination of my original artwork, um, some sort of inspirational quote, mm-hmm. uh, usually that I've written myself. And then I pick five to seven articles that are interesting to me on the Internet. Uh, and so this specific piece that you're referencing mm-hmm. was a link to an article by Austin Kleon, yep. uh, who is this incredible author and illustrator. Uh, he wrote the book Steal Like an Artist, um, mm-hmm. which I think is one of the most influential works um, that really helped me to understand my creative process. Uh, I highly recommend that if you are interested in remixing ideas and learning how to do it in an authentic way mm-hmm. um, that honors you and the original source, you should read this book. And I think it's not just for creatives. I actually think it's for all entrepreneurs. Cool. Um, so Austin Cleon, he posts this thing. Um, say the quote again. I'm sorry. Um, the name, the title of that particular post was You Can Be Woke Without Waking Up to the News. Yes. So I think... 2016 affected all of us in a deep, meaningful way. Um, I think um, having a president that is so intense and uh, (laughs) dramatic, Mm -hmm. it it leads to this news cycle, this endless news cycle of things that you can be pissed off about. Mm -hmm. And literally, um, I think many of us were in mourning uh, for a really long time where um, I would say for me personally, where it was just difficult to even get up and do stuff because you kind of felt this like this deep set hatred coming from America, this country that we love, you know? Um, and I actually influenced by this article made the decision um, to not check in on the news every day. Um, I honestly, I read the news once a week now and it's kind of, it's a a version of self-care, um, setting myself up to not be pissed off all the time, giving myself the opportunity to kind of breathe and think and live and be joyful and happy. And what's funny is that you miss out on a lot of the micro details, but you literally can't miss the big stuff because that's what people will talk about anyway. And when they do, you just look up the article and you are just as in the know. Um, (laughs) Exactly what I do. (laughs) It's so funny because with the endless news cycle, they're always thirsty for whatever news story that will get people riled up. Um, and it, it kind of, I think, creates this situation where we 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 sit around in a lot of muck mm-hmm. um, and we don't have to do that. Yeah, we don't have to. <laughs> I um, I really I particularly liked that article because I just started doing that this year yes. um, and which was very difficult for me because, as you know, I come from news, yeah. I have a news background and part of my job and really enjoyment was to wake up every morning and read the news of the world. And I stopped doing that at the start of the new year because I realized that it was having such a negative impact on me and I really wasn't my best self. Yes. Um, although I, I felt a bit guilty about it. I felt, you know, like I wasn't informed or I wasn't, you know, doing my part as a um as a, as a citizen, but I realized at some point that it was 
was self-preservation. Um, and so, you know, if it meant checking in in the afternoons mm-hmm. for 10 minutes to see what the headlines were, or if it meant at the end of the day reading in, um, I was, you know, just much better for it. So I loved that, <laughs> that article. <laughs> um, that and many other gems in your Curious Tribe uh, newsletter. So, so tell us where um, could we see all of these great illustrations and um, read more of your, of your work? So you can find me online at justinshields.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can subscribe to the email list there. It's mm-hmm. also available at curioustribe.com. And um, what's next um, in the works? What should we be on the lookout for? Oh, wow. There are so <laughs> many things. Um, so many. I think uh, I'm really interested in doing a variety of challenges mm-hmm. um, that will hopefully increase my creativity mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways. Um, the next big challenge that I'm the most excited about is a 30-day video challenge that I'm hoping to launch in April. Uh, that has, video has been very interesting to me Mm -hmm. and something that I've not taken the time to invest in learning. And I feel like this is the time. Um, Mm. I was sitting up yesterday watching YouTube videos and I was like, wait, this is a really beautiful moment. Like, it feels like um, even looking at like BuzzFeed or all of these independent creatives, these interesting independent creatives, um, we have the ability to like create culture mm-hmm. in like a really beautiful way with video. And I, I want to be a part of that. I really want to yeah. be a part of that. Yes, I am with you there. Sort of had a, a fear of, uh, of tackling video. And so maybe your challenge will hopefully help me overcome that fear. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I learn, I will teach you. <laughs> Thank you. One of the things um, that I love about you and one of the many reasons I am so grateful to call you a friend and a colleague um, is because of your your spirit and your love to teach other people. So, so happy to have you on. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you for taking time out to be with us. um, And I look forward to seeing much more of your work. Excellent. This was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you all so much for taking time to listen. And um, we'll see you soon on the next episode.